Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of our 30 Minutes or Less podcast. Uh, for the time of year that's in it, this is going to be our Christmas special, so I'm joined here again by Ashling. And what we want to discuss today is going to be exercising around the Christmas period, um, our nutrition around the Christmas period, we're going to talk about the weighing scales, but also as well about our minding our minds, so your, your mental health around Christmas. So we hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, I suppose the first thing we want to start with is going to be what we see in December is a big drop off uh, in people training uh, for a number of different reasons. Um, and we totally understand, you know, it gets busy around the Christmas period. Um, you know, you have work parties, you've got equipment on. So training mightn't be at the forefront of your mind. Um, and especially as we come into Christmas week, I think it can be a case of, oh, I'll come back in again in January. So what I want to say first is you do you. So it's like if not training for Christmas or around the December period suits you, you're happy enough with that, then that's okay. But we also want to discuss a little bit in more detail, which you will. You know, it's okay to also train uh, around the Christmas period and through Christmas if that's something you want to do as well. So, Ashling, how do you find, you know, motivating people to continue to train when it comes around the Christmas period? I think what I've really been, like, the way I've been doing it and the way I'm going to do it myself is, like, I will keep training over Christmas, but, like, I'm not going to, like, beat myself up or whatever if it's not the same as it is during the rest of the year. So like, I'll keep doing something, yeah. I might not keep doing everything. Yeah. And that's what I've been saying to clients as well around food, around training is like, try and keep doing something. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you were trained three times a week up till Christmas, like do one. Yeah. Doesn't have to be exactly the same, but like I've kind of been going down the route of like, keep up something if you can, because I do really think that come January, you'll just feel better if you've kept up, even if it's a walk. Doesn't even have to be the gym. Yeah. If it's been a walk, if it's been a swim, whatever, just like some little bit of routine kind of sprinkled throughout everything else. <laughs> I think routine, like, you know, the reason it becomes hard to train is that you're out of routine. Like, Absolutely. you know, we, we, are, we are creatures of habit, we yep. love routine. Uh, we might have our set times for training and then you're, you're off work for the week or whatever. Uh, like, it's not going to be the end of the world if you do not train for a week or two. Uh, like, you're not going to lose all your progress. That's so important that, like, you know, you're not going to be starting back from square one. No. Uh, but again, like you know, people who take that break for two or three weeks, what can happen and what has happened before is that instead of being that two week break or whatever, it actually becomes like you know, mid January, end of January, even February before we kind of motivate ourselves to come back in. And that's why we would say, like, you know, if you have been exercising regularly, to try and just do a little bit, if it, even if it is that one session a week, yep. it just kind of keeps you tipping away yep. uh, versus stopping and trying to get yourself re motivated to join the gym. I think two things to say there is like I think people like when they are out of the gym for a little while they have this thing that like they almost have to like have an explanation when they come back to us or that we're going to be odd or that we're going to be like I don't know cross or something we're not yeah, like we all. get it like yeah. we have times in our lives as well where training isn't number one and that's absolutely fine we're just glad that you're back and 100%. we don't mind if you've been away for like Christmas for like whatever half the year anything like that like we're never going to judge you for yeah. coming back or taking so long to come back that can we're be a barrier just for glad some people you're back like, yeah, like honest to god I think the second thing then as well is that like if you have been training hard all year like hard for you all year that one or two weeks off might actually be a good thing yeah. like a lot of the time like we take weeks off during the year like and a lot of the time you actually come back head is feeling better you're excited about training again you've had a bit of extra time to recover had a bit of extra food probably in a better place to push on again yeah. so might not be a bad thing if you have been training pretty consistently all year as well so yeah no i agree and i think like another thing in regards returning to training is if some people had a, a sabbatical for an extended <laughs> period of time that they 
they feel they have to build a certain level of fitness or even we've had people like you know I need to lose a bit of weight before I come back it's like no it's like the opposite to that it's like you're coming to us and we will help you get fit or get stronger we'll help you if you want to lose some weight yeah like we're never going to judge you for anything yeah. like there's literally nothing anyone could say to me that I'd be like oh god yeah you should not have come back you yeah. should have like you yeah, know yeah. held off another while it's like wherever you are yeah we'll just start there if that's like you know a tiny step back if that's loads of steps back that's fine we'll just start and build up again like so there's yeah. never any and when it comes to getting back into training so we're, we're talking like you know taking a week or two off you know absolutely perfectly fine you can get back into your gym program pretty as quick, is yeah. pretty much if someone is coming back after an extended period so like it might have been you know november october even before then people might have stopped training for whatever reason and they just haven't gotten back into it when you come back in january if you were somebody who was training regularly enough and we say like you know two times a week three times a week whatever for an extended period of time you know don't go looking back at your book and like at the numbers you've been lifting or whatever you've been doing it's like start from where you are you won't be long getting back i think something that we've seen before is that like you know even when we took breaks from injury or whatever it's like oh my god i'm never going to lift that much again yeah. and it, it actually only takes a few weeks oh yeah but you can actually like really get yourself down by looking at what you used to do so that's why something you see in atp there when someone has it hasn't been in for a while the book might not be there it's like that's nearly deliberate because we're like yeah. start a new book yeah. and we'll start from here so just yeah. be when you're coming back be kind to yourself whatever the reason has been for stopping training like we're personal trainers and we take breaks from training absolutely it's not always at the forefront of your mind and that's perfectly okay but when it does become you know i'm going to kind of get back into the swing of things just like you know start from where you are yeah. is the advice i think what i always, like what i do it myself even like i had a bit of time off over the summer i had a good bit of time off actually but god eight or ten weeks over the summer what I like to do even when I come back is like it's almost like a challenge all over again like so it's like like for example even with squats and stuff it's like can I make my technique better now the load is lighter I'm not lifting as much like can I focus on better technique can I focus on other things and kind of you know just I suppose make it a little bit of a challenge in that way so that you're not just like oh my god why am I lifting what I was lifting before or what I actually did can't remember if it was you or Keegan said it was I actually changed the exercises I was doing completely so yeah. there was no comparison like when I was doing split squats before I just took them out and yeah. did I don't know step ups or something totally different so there was no like Flick back, so yeah, it's yeah. a different exercise. And I suppose when it comes to someone who wants to train or continues to train, I think there, there can actually be an aspect too of like, oh my God, what are you doing training at Christmas? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if someone enjoys training for physical reasons, for me for mental health reasons, whatever it is, just making you feel good, then that's okay. And don't yeah. be the person to be like, oh my God, you're exercising over Christmas. It's like if someone wants to exercise, leave them exercise, leave them off, you know. Yeah. Uh, like nearly support and be like fair play they're doing Absolutely. something for, for their health so if you're somebody who's like feeling a bit under pressure then like you know just do you like it's like if you're someone who enjoys exercise continue exercise yeah. before Christmas yeah like. and I think as well like don't be afraid if it's people close to you like to explain to them like if they're like oh whatever you're training like yeah actually this is really good for my headspace this makes me feel really good I'm going to go take half hour and then I'll come back and we can do whatever we were doing before like I think yeah there can definitely be a bit of I don't know what the word is really judgment yeah yeah, yeah there so. is to be fair and it could be a bit awkward when you're the one who people are like yeah where are you doing this but yeah so that's when it comes to the exercise or thoughts when it comes to the exercise around christmas time mm -hmm. uh when it comes to the extra calories that we're going to consume uh i believe if people don't consume extra calories over christmas did you really have a good christmas in my opinion <laughs> but that's my thoughts on it so it is probably the most calorie dense time of year if i was to yeah. think about it you know bear maybe going on a holiday or something uh, so you can still fully enjoy yourself without absolutely like a free-for-all when it comes to all the food mm -hmm. and the mentality can become even from like you know early december 
to like shorts Christmas. I'm gonna I'm not gonna get started back till January, so all my food choices can go to window. It doesn't actually matter what I eat between now and then. Um, it does, and you can still fully enjoy yourself. And I think breaking it down to the few days that you have where you are completely just not even caring at all what you're eating, you're enjoying yourself fully, perfectly fine. But that's not going to be every day of December. Uh, well, in my opinion, it shouldn't be every day no. of December. And even over the Christmas period, yes, you've your Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Stephen's Day. There's days in between there, Christmas purgatory. Like you know, they can be days where you make some better choices, yeah. even for half the day. Yeah. And I think that's that's a big thing. Is that like you know, it's like wait till January. It's like no, the small choices you make for your breakfast and lunch maybe will make a big difference when it comes to January. You know? Yeah, yeah. And like I've had this conversation with so many clients this week who have been like, oh, but like I'm out in Saturday now, so like the whole week has gone to shit, and like. And then the weekend after, I have another night out, and like basically, it's going to be like the end of January before I can have any routine. And I'm literally like, hold on a second now, like seriously, because if you think about it, like if you're out, even if you were out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which Jesus, that's pretty hardcore. I don't think most people are doing that. But even if you were Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday for most people, like they probably have one night out. Yeah. It's like, can you stick to routine the rest of the week? You're probably in work for most people still, you know, routine. I think for a lot of people, a lot of routine is still there right now. Maybe yeah. not so much closer to Christmas, but I think it's just letting go of the idea that it has to be perfect. It yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. Like, can you have your normal breakfast? Can you have your normal lunch? Whatever, go out for dinner. Great. Yeah. Normal breakfast again the next day. I think you, we need to kind of stop thinking that, like, because you've had a handful of roses, that the rest of the day you is, might, like, you gone might, crap. You might have the box of might roses. Might as well. It's yeah. like, have the handful of roses. Like, I, this <laughs> box downstairs here, and I'd say I've eaten more than any client that's come in. Yeah. But, like... That's fine. Go back yeah. to normal and have your dinner. On you go. I think I think that is that is going to be the key for most people is recognizing <clears throat> there are going to be times where like I know for me Christmas I absolutely love Christmas Day because I do I indulge a lot. I wouldn't do that on Christmas Day by the way. Oh, I would do like man. the all in thing. Oh, like literally, yeah. So like, but what well, I would say, hundred percent. And yeah. like I, I I love my mornings. You know, like my dinners chocolate high calories. I've chocolate all the time. Like you know, it, it's great. But it's just the the other times are going to be are going to be key. Like and you're going to feel better. Yeah. Like, you know, if we're all for, you know, acutely, like, enjoying ourselves, you know, with alcohol, chocolate, whatever it is, but you do that all of the time, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. So, like, it's important to, like, when you want to feel physically better and even mentally better, you know, that you are still fueling yourself well, which we think is, for us anyway, it's definitely main meals. Just look at your main meals. So, so yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinners. Yeah. Of those, if, it's, if you're out for dinner, then breakfast and lunch can still be relatively eating what you normally eat. Uh, so I think taking a look at your your overall week ahead and being like, you know, all right, what's a night out? What's what's a day where, you know, I'm going for brunch and lunch mm-hmm. and dinner and all mm-hmm. that, and that's fine. Then the next day, the day after, can be kind of back to where you were. Yeah. I think, honestly, one of the biggest tips, like, during this time of year for me is just, like, stick to a regular pattern of eating because what happens is people are like, oh, I'm going out for dinner in the evening, so I'll have nothing the whole way up to it. And then when they go out, like, yeah, it's, you know, they're starving. It's really hard to make any kind of semi you know balanced choice it's really hard to practice any kind of portion control you're going to have probably eat way more than you would have so like still stick to some sort of normal pattern of eating like breakfast lunch dinner like Ian was saying you know don't just like you know totally change everything because you're going out for dinner like keep some sort of we're not we're not somebody I'm not somebody who thinks you should track everything all the time like I really don't think that's that's healthy in my opinion uh but I do think being aware of the food you're eating uh, is important, no matter no matter when it is. Like you know, you don't have to you don't have to attach an, attach a feeling to it. It's just like these are the foods I'm eating, and you're just aware of what's happening. I think that's going to be massively beneficial. Uh, versus like again, it can just be like from now till New Year, 
an absolute free for all. Like you know, I mean that's that's where the issue lies because that that's what takes longer than January to get back into it. Like you know, so I think it's going to be key. Like other things, then like you know, drinking your water, getting hitting a step count. Like it's not magical about a step count we said before, but it's just kind of getting you out in fresh air. Yep. Like you know, so you can still do these things and yep. these healthy habits are, are going to help you feel better. Like yep. you know, absolutely. So the scales is going to be a big one. Whether people just decide to notch up on the scales, uh, they're going to do a full podcast on the weighing scales again. So we're going to touch on it briefly here. The foods we consume tend to be different in December, uh, which can cause our weight on the weighing scales to fly up. It can get like it can go up by three, four, five, even more pounds. You know. So what we say to people is like, if you're uncomfortable on the weighing scales, you don't understand how the weighing scales work, then maybe don't use the weighing scales, yeah. <coughs> especially on this time of year, because if, if you're stepping on and it makes you feel bad for whatever reason then you probably don't understand how the weighing scales works so what we would say is like over this period definitely and until you listen to our podcast on the weighing scales then maybe give it a skip uh, because you can't in my opinion step on the scales and have an emotional reaction and say you have a healthy relationship with the weighing scales yeah yeah no i agree i agree and like the thing is it is just about understanding like i would have been someone who had would have had like a really bad relationship with it but like now it's like knowing why it's changed, what's kind of gone on, and being like, okay, that's yeah. why. Like, even at the weekend, we went out at the weekend for a staff party. Like, I was up, like, 2 kg on Monday. Yeah. But I was able to be like, you were out Saturday, didn't eat great Sunday because you were hungover, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. As opposed to being like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm just going to take everything out. And, like, we know, and it's easy for us to say because we know, but, like, we know the difference between fat gain and weight gain, which, again, we'll touch you by... by Consuming these extra calories over Christmas, you're not going to put on pounds and pounds of fat that are going to take months to come off. That's just not that's just not how it works. So it's going to be a case of, you know, so when it comes to weighing scales, maybe deciding for a couple of weeks, just going to give it a skip. Uh, if, if you're someone who steps on it and it's just something that you get information from, happy days, use it. I, I, I like to use it because I see it as information that it's given me. And if it's up, I know I'm going to question why it's up and I'll see what, what might have caused that. But then it gives me kind of an idea of when I eat this food or I have this big weekend, this is roughly the weight that I go up. And that's that's the that's how I see the weighing scales, you know. So if you're not someone like that, then maybe don't use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know what, I would also like, you know, like I would also look at it from the point of like, okay, so like if the weighing scales actually did go up by I don't know, a kg, and if it actually was body fat, like that might not be the worst thing in the whole world. Like the likelihood is once you go back to what you were doing in January, that's gonna be gone anyway. Yeah. So like do you know it's kind of like that thing of like if it is up a kg or two and you had a nice christmas and you enjoyed yourself and you're relaxed and you're ready to go back to routine like normal in january that that's probably fun. going to go back to normal ish yeah i think there's that side to it too as well now obviously 100%. that's you know up to every person whether they you yeah. know it just depends on the relationship yeah. the person has with the skills like. uh so when it comes to we talk about training nutrition um like minding your mind what do you mean by that uh so around christmas time can be challenging yeah. for like I love Christmas people know that uh, doesn't mean it's not a sad time where I think of mm-hmm. you know, loved ones or whatever yeah. like but some people have like find a really tough time yeah. uh, and some people still find it really hard to even switch off and, and relax like and you're talking to myself and Ashling here I know who are not great at relaxing <laughs> but I think it's a time where we try to, we have to nearly like plan the relaxation yeah. whatever relaxation is for you whether it's spending time alone spending time with, with a family member or a friend reading a book you know meeting someone for a coffee or a drink or whatever for me, it's going to be trying to get out for a bit of golf, uh, like you know, something that kind of gets the mind thinking about something else. Uh, it's important to try and do that. Like I, as I said, Christmas is a really tough time. Not everyone loves this time of year, and that's perfectly okay. But it's a time where there are going to be people around to talk to. There are going to be people around to to meet up with. Uh, but I think 
put yourself out there a bit and be like, you know, hey, do you want to meet for a coffee or do you want to meet for whatever? Or if it's just you doing a pastime, I think it's important to like do that pastime because, again, once January hits, it can be full on again, from, again. From, from day one, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think the thing is, like, you don't want to come into, like, the new year, like, burnt out and wrecked and tired and everything else. And, like, you know, we say this as people who will also struggle to sit still, like, but I do think taking some downtime, if you can have it, you know, over the holidays and whatever, is really important, especially because the lead up to Christmas. Like, there is a lot of pressure, especially if you've smallies, especially if you've, like, if you're in certain businesses that are really busy at the moment, you know, like, we've, like, I was talking to one of our clients, the hairdresser, she was saying it's, like, mental at the moment, like, yeah. they don't have two seconds. And I just think if you've had that kind of lead into it, and, or, it's a tough time of year for you because of, like, family reasons or whatever, like, you definitely need to just try and take a little bit. And, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be the whole day. Like, I'd never manage the whole day sitting still, but it's even, like, can you take an hour to watch a Christmas movie? Can you yeah. take, like, you know, go, I don't know, Like, downtime is doing nothing. You know, which is Absolutely. hard, and again, yeah, do you know what I mean? As in, don't think could be literally just doing nothing, which I find hard to do, yeah. and you find hard to do, but it's definitely something that's, that would be beneficial. Uh, so just try and schedule some of that in, uh, or if you find yourself that you have 10, 15, even 10, 15 minutes, just kind of, it's okay to just chill. <laughs> that's the advice we'd give. Uh, so reviewing the year and setting goals. Again, there's another podcast coming uh, regarding goal setting. We've already recorded one before, but we're going to do another one. Um, as we spoke about here, we're very quick to, after Christmas, you know, sit down, set goals, 2023, let's go. I'm a massive goal setter, big fan of it. Uh, however, as we spoke about beforehand, do you review the past year? And that's really, really important. Yeah, I do, honestly. And it's something I've only started doing in recent years. But, like, I just think sometimes we don't realise, like, how much you've actually achieved over the year. Like, we look back on the year and we're like, ah, didn't really do anything. But, honestly, like, I just think if you sit down, like, I think one of the big questions, like, I, I like put onto that form as well that you're making out was like what are you most proud of yourself for achieving this year and like I guarantee you you've done some pretty freaking amazing things this yeah. year and it might not have been like oh I climbed Mount Everest or like I don't know like ran a marathon or whatever doesn't have to be like that yeah. it could be like I did a podcast or like I did a social media post yeah. or you know I don't know like I we're the worst at giving ourselves compliments like some people would find that hard to answer just because we don't like to give ourselves compliments and something yeah. else get better at doing yeah it is and like, i genuinely i do think it's really important because i don't think we give ourselves enough credit and we're so quick to like you know someone gives us a compliment and we're like oh no it's not like it's whatever yeah oh, so it's yeah like, who is it uh, someone said to me yesterday Pennies. uh someone said to me yesterday uh i did my fastest ever 5k but and i was like <laughs> i was like unbelievable and i was like but it was very flat yeah. and, was, and I was like, hold on, I was like, just <laughs> yeah. stop talking. Tell me you did your fastest 5K, yeah. stop talking. Yeah. Such an Irish thing to do. So when you're looking back and reviewing the year, you're going to point out all the things you didn't do, 100%. It's going to be, na- we naturally think negatively. So we have to try and uh, combat that by going, right, I'm going to find five things I'm proud of that I achieved this year. Even if it's not on your goal list, if you set one. tiny. Yeah, absolutely. Five things I did, whether it's, it could be even just getting through something, you know, ha- like, you know roller coaster, something hit, you know, I felt, felt down, got through that, now feel better. Like, it can be anything at all. I've done something for somebody else, whatever, that made them feel better. Like, it can be anything, but you can guarantee there's way more than five things you've done. Absolutely. But you got to review the year and go, here's how the year went. Even if it's a shitty year, you still look back and go, here's how the year went, and here's how I want my next year to go. Yeah. Because if you don't do that, if you don't envision what you want to achieve next year, you have no hope of achieving it. So that's the most important thing, is like actually going, what do I want from me, for me, in the next year, but that's going to be looking back on what you've achieved this year to give you the motivation to be able to push on for next year. Yeah. Cool. So our top tips when you're starting in January, okay, just start. Yeah. 
So if you're somebody who's taking a break or sabbatical, don't wait till the second week, the fifth week, the whatever. Just come back in January. Okay. Uh, you know, book in the session or book in with your trainer or go for a walk or a run or whatever it is, and it's just start. You will feel better for it 100%. If you decide to not train over the next number of weeks, absolutely fine. If you decide to keep training, that is absolutely fine. You do you and let other people do that themselves as well. Whatever they want to do, that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. When you overconsume calories, do not freak out. Okay, uh, just enjoy your food. Remember, it's a short period of time. You know, it's what we do consistently over time that matters. Yeah, that's literally going to say we worry so much about like Christmas Day and Stephen's Day and whatever, but it's actually like the whole rest of the year that has an impact. So what yeah. you do, you know, like you say, over the longer term. If you important. look at things on a macro scale, so it's one tiny. year, like in, in, in one whole year, if I have a, a week even where it's just like food's all over the place, trends yeah. all over the place, perfectly fine, 52 weeks of the year. It, it's, it's whether if that's 50 weeks of the year that's where it becomes an issue you know what I mean like so that's the thing to look at uh, the weighing scales are going to fluctuate massively massively over Christmas so if you're somebody who struggles with the weighing scales maybe don't step on it if you're somebody who understands it then by all means use it 100% uh, review your year so look back on last year and look forward to next year I think that's key is to actually look forward to next year instead of looking at it like oh my god so set some goals that excite you but also scare you a little bit yes and <laughs> mind your mind i think that's probably the biggest uh message that we have is everyone's in a different headspace everyone's in a different reality yeah. a different world like you know everyone has lots of things going on so wherever you are uh, maybe check in with yourself and actually see how you're doing i think since banning colleague and stuff was up and running you asked me a question one day like how are you doing i was like to answer i haven't had a chance to actually stop and ask myself so yeah. i think it's important that we do actually stop and sit down and like how am i actually doing yeah. you know i think that's going to be key for for everyone yeah absolutely yeah any top tips? Um, no, I think just what Ian was saying, like checking in with yourself and seeing how you're doing. And I think as well, like, you know, if you need to check in with someone else, that's okay as well. You and know, you if know you need to talk check to someone outside with of a like, friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know that's such check a thing Check in with a friend say. that is, seems like they're always okay. Yeah. They're always the ones that, you know, and I'm always like, I'm always like, be nosy. So what I mean by that is like, check in with a friend, like, how things are good, fine. Like, it's not an answer. I'm it's like, like Ian's like, but how are you really? Yeah, how are you actually And you're doing? like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so those conversations matter. Yeah. Uh, you know, people never, ever know how you're feeling unless you tell them. Yeah. So don't assume they do. Yeah. Uh, so we hope you take something from that podcast. Uh, we want to wish you a happy Christmas from myself and Ashling and the ATP team. Uh, and if you enjoyed the podcast, please let us know. Uh,